Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. I thought I'd use today's podcast as an opportunity to answer some listener questions that I've had recently asked on the Tech Talker podcast, so let's get started. But first, I'd like to thank our sponsor, GoToMeeting by Citrix. Meetings are essential to the way we work. It's an opportunity to share ideas, problem solve, and develop creative solutions. But if your team is spread out in different locations, coming together can be an impossible task, especially if that's from across the country. This is, of course, unless you use GoToMeeting with HD Faces, the powerfully simple way to meet and collaborate online. GoToMeeting is incredibly easy to use. It allows you to see others crystal clear from all the way across the country, and you can even use your iPad. And I also love their feature that allows you to share your screen, whether you want somebody to look at your screen or if you want to look at someone else's. And with built-in HD video conferencing, you can see each other face-to-face. It's so easy to launch or join a meeting from anywhere using your computer, phone, or tablet. And they even have a great new feature where you can present from your iPad. Whereas before, you could only join a meeting from your iPad. So this is a great new feature. Try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. For this special offer, go to GoToMeeting.com and click on the Try It Free button and use the promo code PODCAST. Remember to use the promo code PODCAST. GoToMeeting. Meeting is believing. Listener Kathy wrote in asking about the reasons why she should or should not put a password on her phone. This is pretty much a matter of personal preference. I'm on my phone throughout the day, so I don't want to have to enter in an 8-character password every time I want to use it. That would just be way too annoying. So, let's look at all of the reasons why you'd want to put a super secure password on your phone. If you had ultra-sensitive information, such as client social security numbers, pictures proving the existence of Bigfoot, or maybe even evidence that the moon landing was fake, just kidding everyday Einstein, then you would really want a strong password. This is because convenience outweighs the damage that could be done in case your phone was lost or stolen. If you're like me and don't keep a whole lot of sensitive information on your phone, you still might be surprised what information is actually on there. For instance, if somebody got a hold of my cell phone, they would have access to my Facebook, Amazon, eBay, Evernote, and email accounts. For this reason, I recommend setting up Google Sync or Find My iPhone for Android and iOS. Now, I mentioned these apps in previous podcasts, but in case you forgot or haven't listened to them, these apps will allow you to remotely wipe your device in case it gets lost or stolen. The only real argument I've heard to keeping your phone unlocked is for emergency responders trying to contact someone in case something happens to you. Now, if you're really paranoid about this happening to you, you can just set your phone's lock screen to a picture of your emergency contact information. That way, the emergency responder won't need your password in order to get a hold of them for you. Now, the next listener question is about a man-in-the-middle attack. I mentioned this in my podcast when I talked about using unsecured Wi-Fi networks and why they're so problematic. The question is for how exactly a hacker could gain access to your computer or get your password on an unencrypted Wi-Fi network. Now, while this could be a podcast in and of itself, here's the quick answer. Normally, when you surf the web on your laptop, the data travels from your computer to your external router and then to the internet. However, in an unsecured Wi-Fi network, a hacker can insert himself in between you and the router. So picture it like this. In elementary school, when you pass notes, you could hand a note to your friend directly and wouldn't have to worry about anyone else reading it. But if you ask someone to hand a note to your friend, that person could also read the note. This is essentially what is happening on an unsecured network. This means that anything not encrypted can be seen just as if you had sent it directly to that person. Now, even if your website has SSL or Secure Socket Layer, which is a type of encryption, 
there are still programs that can help to strip away some of that security, exposing some of your information. Now, I'm not trying to scare anyone here, but I would really only recommend checking online banking websites from home or from a network you know or can trust, or a wireless network that has a password. Now, because the network has a password, this means that it will restrict just about anyone who's trying to get on. The idea is that the private network will keep out the riffraff. Okay, now the last question I'll answer today is about how to store passwords. This is a really tricky subject simply because you're never supposed to write down your passwords, use the same password for everything, and they tend to be kind of complicated. So how the heck do you organize these things so you can still log into your accounts without having to spend years looking up passwords while you're on the go? Now, I'm sure you've heard about websites that claim to store all of your passwords. Now, I don't know about you, but I really don't trust putting all of my passwords onto one website that will manage them for me. I don't care how secure they say they are, it just doesn't sit well with me to have my passwords stored somewhere other than a local hard drive. Again, that's just me. I know plenty of professionals who use programs like LastPass, which has a cloud aspect to it, and people love it. But a program that has that cloud aspect just isn't for me. So here's my solution. I keep all of my passwords in a free program called KeePass. This program runs by itself and doesn't require you to install it. It creates an encrypted list of your passwords that are encrypted with just one big password. And that's the only password you'll have to remember to access your list of passwords. What I like about this system is that if my passwords are stored outside of my local hard drive, they're also encrypted. So even if somebody were to find that list stored somewhere else, it would be impossible to decipher without the big master password. And since you don't need to install KeePass, you can just keep it on a thumb drive or put the file in Dropbox, SkyDrive, or Google Drive. Even if somebody gets access to the file, it'll mean nothing without the password. Now, this has worked really well for me because I can access it from my smartphone when I'm on the go, as well as from my desktop. Even though all of the passwords are in one spot, as long as you have one really good and long password, the rest of your passwords should be safe and sound. Okay, I really want to thank every TikToker listener and reader who submitted a question. And I really encourage you to ask any other questions on the TikToker Facebook page. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my posts at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post your comments on the TikToker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the TikToker, keeping technology simple. <laughs>